Welcome back to my lovely HP community. Today I'm bringing to you a little bit of this and that, but with the 5D mystic in mind in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, I wanted to start us off with reading to you something from one of our community posts. It's, in, it's ideal and on point for those of you who are moving into your adulthood. And so whether you're a mystic or not, you have gained this lovely new perspective. You've gained wisdom. You've had enough of that uh, time within your way of doing hermit mode. And this is where love is a safe space. So your body and mind have become or are your safe space, as are the people around you. Love is a safe space where you can be yourself with your flaws and imperfections. And those of you who know, this means your personality, your lovely, lovely ego. And you can have inner growth experiences. If you have a love cycle, you're always in an inner growth mindset. Or you can have corrective experiences. That's where lovely, the shame cycle coming out of it is where there will have been areas or might still be areas i don't know shame cycle but areas where the vibration of let's say envy jealousy spite revenge rumination areas of self with unworthiness feelings so disgust and uh, heartbreak gut wrench torn apart i'm serious this is why it's corrective not because i don't want to use that word but we're going to allow our, our topics to look at both ends of the spectrum because the spectrum of suffering does exist for the particularly masculine and then the immature feminine and it's the masculine and immature feminine because they're not using the right left right left so they're not using their connectedness because they don't have it it's not something that they begin with okay this is why biological rudeness it's about the self that learns to adapt to the non-contingent communication around you in your household. And that's where safe space, again, you've just recently and or are achieving it through episodes or, you know, if you're first-time listeners, it means that you compassionately live life. You love humanity. You love yourself as you are. There is not a sense of yuck, yuck nothing like that, okay? It's just where it is so corrective experiences is because you would come out you would have come out of the illusion of this shame which exists because of evolutionary science shares with us why the physiological posture of shame exists and what it means for our ancestors with lions bears tigers aha uh -huh. we don't do the stories as our way of understanding human evolution we know of stories this is where the 5d mystic i know of stories i've seen stories i've actually been able to recently have an akashic record reading where i saw a buttload of different lives that the person lived because their question was how many lives have i lived and i began channeling because this is where the information will come if it's welcomed and wanted and it's made very clear the 5d mystic will know we will always be uh, in a space of neutrality as well as concern in a positive way for the emotional and mental well-being of our loved ones. But this is where when the energy, which is an intelligence, comes, it means that, yes, this is the part of a faith that has no 
supernatural or entity behind it. 5D mystic and beyond is where the Enlightenment Soul Age person knows that this big ball of energy, this infinite intelligence called consciousness, involves dark matter, dark energy. It involves that the last star in the future, future, future will go poof and we will know darkness. And the basics can be where that is the end of all life, as the Bulgarian lady prophet said, but some of us have a hunch, which is not ever going to be provable because we don't remember our lifetimes, but we have a hunch that that big bang and the ending go round and round and round you go. And so this is all in hypotheses land. Yes, we're intuitives. Yes, we have the relationship. Yes, we know what we don't know for sure. And we're married to that nothingness with Shiva, but it's beyond it. This is why we go beyond spiritual spirituality and we use the human elements the science at this point in our time it's 2023 i'm speaking to you from the year 2023 and even if these episodes end up in the infinite space by the time they get to anyone in the future they would already know what i'm sharing with you the fact is to me and anyone who's rational and grounded and is not believing in the mysticism because you need a reason why life is important to you the ones of us who understand that we live experiences that go beyond that wildest imagination, but we don't fall for needing to think of magical thinking or of ignoring the fact that we would want to believe in an entity bigger than us that exists because it proves, quote unquote, to that human condition, the secondary consciousness of your mind that life will keep going on and on. We don't negate that we don't like not knowing. So... 5D mystics were grown-ups and we understand that our implicit memory or, or our right brain stuff, excuse me, won't ever be like, yay, how wonderful we are navigating in the infinite possibility realm while living. No, we're, we're, we're going to be more of, yeah, it is what it is. And I'm talking about the fact that we die. We don't know what comes after life, period. That's the one equation most people don't actually set in. And I'm a person who still, again, has not actually let go of the part where I don't like it in my charge state. I still have this area of resistance that I recognize when I get those panic attack moments because of a overwhelm of energy, which I might be learning how to be able and release through nutrition, but also other activities. I have two courses that I think will support me to understand how to work with me the vessel and here's where it's in the absence of some ritual being able to curse me or not curse me the fact is there are no curses again 5d beyond no curses no dark forces no good forces it's all energy the part about it becoming nothingness and nothingness obliviating everything dark matter dark energy look at the astrophysicists and you will Hear them share with you how the universe will move and is moving as of this right now with the technology that they have. I know that people like the stories. The stories aren't uh, giving you anything except for if you want to just belong to group, go for it. And there you go. The ones who want to actually matter and make a difference, we keep moving into more of acceptance. So love. <clears throat> and your body and your mind is a safe space if you're able to accept that there are many variables to the areas 
of when it comes to Akashic Record readings in the quantum realm. Let's see, I don't know about those lower uh, realms because I just have learned how to access it from the quantum layer. And really, I would say that the other layers are for 4D people who are stuck on wanting to stay connected to uh, the lower toroidal energy because that's where they feel at home. That's where they get their drive. And it's, this is why it isn't about good or bad. Human suffering is the shame cycle and it's the shame bodily posture that brings a person inside to feel that they cannot be who they are as they are. That they cannot be flawed and imperfect. It's the, I'm not worthy until my society says I am. Only if my society finds value in me or keeps me safe, do I then feel safe inside my body and my brain. And this is why some people navigate life in other soul age groups. They have an us versus them group. And that is that. 5D mystics in the Enlightenment soul age group. We don't have a group that is separate. We have a group. It's called being a human being. And... If you're here right now with me, 2023, we know what science is sharing with us. And we do know that there's a lot of new stuff that isn't something people like, like the synthetic meat or digital space, even the same people who are still educators talk about digital space with this thing as if it creates distance. I laugh every time I see one of the psychoeducators talking about it because they don't have an awareness of how those of us who are 5D mystics, my entire life since I've been using phone, I can pick up on a person however they're feeling. And they can pick up on me too. It's it's actually something that I watched in one of the documentaries on phones. And this is where the person was watching it with me. I fell asleep while I was watching it. I need to find it again. But the person who was watching it with me was like, I'm never using a phone again. Because it tells you how much your phone picks up on everything. The reason you'll get ads, the reason you'll get not because of the voice necessarily the technology that's picking up on your voice it's like your actual vibration which you are and i am because we're sound this is the part that people just don't connect the dots <laughs> to a lot of things but what i was trying to get at is i when i communicate with anyone on phone i can pick up i've always been able to i just don't go say hey by the way i can pick up on you no, I notice it. And what I've noticed is once the conversation is gone, if I go back and reread, the energy has changed. In fact, here's where it's fascinating because let's say we're getting emotional while we're chatting with each other. That happens, right? And so I'm in my nervous system's response. You're in your nervous system's response. We're going to be engaging with that agitation. And the part of, even if you're a differentiated self, the part of being able to um, talk about that emotional spectrum needs to come only if people are open to being completely vulnerable. Most people aren't in their state of charged emotion. And that's where uh, usually it's visible because those people will not have an in-depth conversation with you. Because see, here's where... <clears throat> Let me finish the sentence. Love is a safe space <clears throat> where you can be yourself with your flaws and imperfections and have inner growth or corrective experiences, as I was saying, that leads you to an integrated mind and restorative embodied self-aware personal development opportunity and free will choice. And this is the space. 
this is a space that people do not become aware of their mind and body as a safe space because they do not recognize that their charged states are the opportunity to put into practice allowing their mind to become more integrated the minute you are choosing to be in equanimity and neutrality land is the minute that you're allowing the hangman and the hermit in one second within your own self to be participant which is where for the love cycle people it's easy peasy because we will notice our emotions even if we won't be able to be as mature with it so in many circumstances in the past recent past i have been able to express my in-depth emotions as they came as they're present but on the other end obviously if you don't have people who are willing to take ownership because they're not aware that they're not owning their charged states meaning they can't speak it like my throat right now and in these moments these people make a very specific choice they don't do personal development and they don't use their free will to share their heart and their vulnerability and what they're what's actually going on they haven't thought of my emotions and how i express them to another person matters to me okay so this is where love is a safe space where you can be yourself they haven't allowed themselves to learn how to be a grown-up with their own stuff the people who have charged states they just or teenagers were grown-ups the people who have non-secure or disorganized attachment different story because their actual body is inclined to be in the habit of making up for where they did not receive contingent communication so they would have that second layer to look at which means in addition to their charge states and their experiences they would have this inclined behavior of their own self that was organized in a in a way of either disconnected that means you will feel them distant the avoidant which is true they're basically not there at all like you don't matter it's a it's if you ever have anything to do with an avoidant person you will feel the absence of the self of these individuals the only reason the 5d mystic in the enlightenment soul age group stays in these relationships is because we got a nudge that it's something that has nothing to do with the relationship it's the representation of their own self and they haven't gained an awareness of it usually it's because they're looking to soldier figures and they think those emotions are stupid because there's not an awareness that that very sentence is the part of i can do this on my own because the first year of their life they had to suppress the emotions so the longing and the feeling of wanting emotions was not only frustrating which is where there can be actual frustration and anger type that comes up which gets them to be not very pleasant so they might get controlling and want to control their environment now their rigidity just gets even more in their body okay and there's this armor that they have around them that they're not looking to soften because 
the minute they would start to is the minute that that vulnerability, that implicit memory, the one-year-old would be like, no, 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 but I can't do this because the one-year-old is your actual attachment system, which is in the limbic system. It involves the, if I'm not mistaken, the amygdala. Uh, and anyways, you will have an underdeveloped right brain hemisphere because not acknowledging that your mannerism and your inclined behavior is to isolate because you feel disconnected is this is the part when i say inner growth or corrective experiences there's the two because an inner growth would be a person who's consciously aware of themselves so they will naturally allow themselves to move towards what our body and mind is going to want you to move towards in the first place your nature our human nature is to be in a restorative embodied self and an integrated mind. The trauma memory wants to be restored to normal memory. That's your healthy brain. So it wants you to move into using right and left mode equally. Right mode stores your implicit stuff because as an infant, you're not going to be able to manage it in the first place. You can look at it however you want. Once you start to become a grown-up, that's where it begins. And teenager would be the years where you become, that's that first step because one, as an infant, you have like two or three moments of amnesia. That's where Daniel Siegel, like the brain stuff. And amnesia meaning that you forget it. You won't remember it. It, it stays stored in that implicit, which is why it's reactive. Um, the part about teenager, there's a pruning process, but there's also chemistry and hormones that begin to take place and you begin to make choices. But this is also the year where you look to your peers, not to your parents anymore, and you're creating new attachment figures with your peers. So you get to start doing that. And here's where the person with an avoidant will be disconnected from their body and will be in a stance of, I don't need you. And it's not going to look pretend. On the forefront, it's going to look for real. Intuitive person will note that there is a person there and that it has nothing to do with them because, well, if you're in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, as a 5D mystic, we're not a person who's insecure. It means we don't have this, oh, I must be unworthy if you don't love me with my imperfections or flaws. No, we'll be like, huh, that's interesting. Love is about unconditional loving. So, you know, we don't actually question the love in and of itself at all because in time, you will show us if you want to be a part of our life or not. So we don't really do anything. We don't change who we are. We don't not not say anything we're able to handle as grown-ups because of that equanimity. It might not be grown up in the tone. So the tone is where we learn to move more and more into ventral vagal nerve response. Like my tone with my mother and my twin, for example, is still my two five-year-old. Definitely is not anywhere near the adult person. And the only reason the adult person is easily here for other people is restorative embodied self-integrated mind. Choice. Choice of love. I have chosen to be love. Why not? Why would I not be? That is the best feeling ever. And this is where it's all about you putting into practice your social engagement system. I love hugging people, not trees. <clears throat> Don't bring me to tree land. Bring me to ocean land, not tree land, please. But okay, so that was just one example. Avoidant ambivalent would be preoccupied. And that one I felt because my ambivalent attachment friend, whenever they're in that suffering through the phone all by itself, I can and have picked up on stuff like that. As I moved into becoming aware of somatics and sensory motor, now I know, oh, attach, cry. Oh, collapse a bit. Oh, please appeasers. The please appeasers are my least favorite. And I know this is not wise to speak, but here I speak 
with authenticity they're my least favorite because the minute you figure it out is the minute that you will recognize that all of what they just said for how it doesn't matter if it was a month two years 10 years everything is canceled what was spoken means shit not even a little bit it's it, and it is not going to change because you will have immediately become aware that everything the person is is a facade and it's not a favorite because you can't go saying hey guess what i know you're a please appeaser and everything you said is bullshit that that's not very polite nor will they know because they don't have a relationship with their right brain hemisphere the minute you'll say something like that is the minute that they're just gonna say what a hassle you are no i mean and they're gonna find all these ways of justifying and excusing their behavior because they're not acknowledging their actual body stuff and the way that they're not also acknowledging they're inconsistent incoherent you know what's incoherent and inconsistent if you praise something and then you go against it 360. so if i'm going to say wow i think you did a really great job at doing this painting and it made me really see about i don't know you're praising something the minute you turn around i'm painting over it and i'm then saying oh look at how beautiful this color is and that color and oh my god this is and it's like a complete opposite color okay and then i say hey but wait you just told me you like that and now you're doing this why are you doing it no no but this is not it has nothing to do with what i said or didn't say that is where hypocrisy lies for the enlightenment soul age your person and any conscious person by the way will notice this and when i say conscious i'm thinking of my divine masculine front who definitely knows the difference between consistency and non-consistency which is why it's awesome to have him as a friend because there's one person who can actually see through bullshit the same way i have and and i'm like yeah you know what here let me in on a little secret i really dislike when people bullshit me with their little please appease but no i can't say to them that because they're already insecure people i would just make it worse we're not going to be mean because see to me it's mean for me to point out a flaw and an imperfection that you've gained no awareness of you're definitely not an adult with you don't know how to take ownership of it and i'm going to end up being the quote-unquote bad guy because apparently i'm being the asshole of the situation when it's very clear to me that you just bullshitted your way through something but it's not clear to you because you're an unconscious human being which isn't a vampire of energy of anything no no it's a 3d or 4d or other soul age person who has no awareness of your right brain hemisphere and basically please appeasing please appeasers are the worst because they will suck up not in a small way because you know when you get collapsed a bit that's pretty yeah that one i don't even know i i don't have people in that one because they're so low on energy that they, they really uh yeah uh, I don't think there's like any way that they could be around an enlightenment soul age person because we wouldn't be able to, you know, do, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's just the collapse, submit. They're so helpless and hopeless. It's almost as if our energy would be such a contradiction and, and something so unbearable because that's where it's very, very sad because they, they don't, have any feeling that they can do anything in fact now that i think about it i do have a couple of energetic imprint experiences with that one and what usually moves into the the spectrum is clownery and behavior and mannerisms that are a desperate attempt at having more energy and humor and again i don't know how to explain it but 
in all of these circumstances, this is where we are all unique and different and we bring to each other experiences. We are fragments of each other. And I can describe to you these different energetic imprints as well as these personality traits with the knowledge that none of this is bad. It is going to be something that people who don't recognize their own ego and their own emotional immaturity, if they don't recognize it, this is where they'll be like, wow, what an asshole. You know, they'll think of something like, which is what I would think too. It's like, wow, that's not nice. That's, you know, that's kind of harsh. But here's where, thank you, Divine Masculine Friend for being my friend and presenting how to need to kind of stick a little bit of a firmness somewhere. And so the structure is these are energetic imprints that exist because people's body speaks for you. They speak, it speaks for you all the time. And that's where if you don't learn about your own self, I now can explain it to you with your charge state, secure attachment, the non-secure attachment, the disorganized attachment, all these words that mean actually things. 4D plane talks to you about energy vampires, dark energies, positive light energies, and this infinite battlefield between darkness and light, which does not know. This is the darkness is what is. Nothingness is what is. Not because it's the evil, but no, it's because energy cannot be destroyed. It can be transformed, although there are some aspects that say energy might be able to be uh, destroyed. And let's just keep it simple with the whole dark matter, dark energy, when you look at that, what they've seen is that there is this, um, I think it's the dark energy that is creating further space between galaxies and stars. And the more we move away from each other, the less likely it is that stars and galaxies can be reborn because it's the chemistry and it's the exchange and it's the mixing and tingling and mingling, even though, you know, the how the universe is made they talk about it as galaxy wars but that's just because they're in the 3d talk it's not a war it's actually energy will come together and create more energy and that's where when you look at the concept of oneness consciousness one created two to feel or experience itself and so the enlightenment soul age person is able to understand from neutrality what duality serves so what light and darkness serves in the absence of people who believe in the supernatural as an entity that gives you power or takes it away, that blesses you or curses you, the 5D person and beyond does not and has never, I've never believed in anything being able to bless me or curse me. When I was introduced to the concept of God, what I understood that to be, and to this day, it resonates as true, is this that you are going to be given two choices one is love and one is not love and i know we use fear a lot i don't want to use fear necessarily or shame because this is not what's reflected in a person's choice when they're choosing they're either going to choose love or they're going to not and when i hear someone saying oh I give up who I am for everyone and anyone, and I'm always doing everything, male, female, non-gender, doesn't matter. I've heard this. I hear it all the time, 3D, 4D, all these other soul age groups, a bunch of people, and I'm like, okay, mm, let, me, let me sit back and be quiet. That's really what I do, but what I immediately know is I got a child in front of me, 
because you obviously don't know how the world works, which is you ain't alone here and nobody gives anything and then for, for nothing. And I'm going to equate it to you all. We all have an ego and I'm going to actually use brain science. Thank you, Daniel Siegel, for explaining how the limbic system works, which is the area that calls your attention to what you will evaluate as valuable or not, which is also why people have envy and jealousy, by the way. It's evolutionary. Again, we needed each other with lions, bears, tigers, aha. So it's still in our inner world, our biology, to want to belong, to be needed. So people who are insecure, how am I going to make myself worthy? Or people who are insecure, oh shit, I'm going to lose the worthy person. I'm going to be, so this is why it's fear. Shame is equated to that because again, shame is that posture of let me bow down to you and make sure you give me food and make sure I'm safe. I feel fear in my body. This is what it is. It's a fear in the body that comes to the brain that then is justified by people with bullshit sentences because they're not recognizing that their inner world is actually put in an agitated state by somebody else. And they are not noticing it because instead of choosing to calm down, if you will, and speak like a normal person, which means with respect, they begin as teenagers. No, you're, you're a bunch of shit. I don't believe in you. You, I like you. I don't. They begin the whole us versus them group and Actually, there's a video I need to watch on the well, which once I watch it, I'll, I'll share it with you, but it's on reality and something like that. So anyways, back to our lovely expanded people, the expanded people in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, we're not in any of this. This is a shit show that is not a shit show for the people who are living it. I continue to have friends in all walks of life, all of the different dimensions. And in fact, when they think of the future, and sixth dimension, they're now trying to figure out ways of how to allow the third dimension stuff to keep being important because they're comparing and competing and they're basically not okay with us being one big ball of energy. And that's because uh, they don't have a differentiated self yet. And what I mean by that is when you are empowered and okay to be you, so when love your ventral vagal nerve is engaged, your mind is engaged with your left and right mode. And so your right mode, when implicit memory, when emotions arise that are charged, you are aware of them. You don't say don't come up, you're able to handle them. So either you've expanded your window of tolerance, or you're gonna with the corrective experiences, or you have a window of welcome. So you have your inner growth experiences. In all these cases, either love cycle or out of shame cycle, but still I specify because out of shame cycle means that you will be in that, okay, my implicit memory stuff's coming up. I want to handle it like a grown up. Doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. Means I have people around me who love me with my imperfections and flaws. They can handle when I get angry or not angry. They'll be able to tell me what's what and, 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 and be my safe space. They're going to be able to let me navigate the spectrum of relationality or relationships, that's the only way a person can allow, that's the only way you're going to move more towards your mammalian heritage and your restorative embodied self and to actually be able to be you. Because the trauma memory, you know, the person who's a, a rock, basically, who's not present, it is the most unpleasant anything. Like, I, I definitely, <laughs> when I'm picking it up, but, you know, ambivalent is not any different disorganized is even more confusing anyway so they're all not they're all in states that can't they can't give they can't give 
because they don't know how to give to themselves. They, they're not in every story embodied self. It's modulated and dysregulated. They have low energy. They are not able to identify their rigid minds as something that is unhelpful to humanity themselves and their relationships. They're not objective about their longing and they're not objective about their inclined ways that are unnatural not but see here's why it's unnatural because it's natural for you to want to hug a person and not a tree and this is the part where it really gets me where another number who knows two generations is what diane said but um the part about wanting a hug uh, actual something that doesn't speak to you what is that i mean does nobody remember when you're growing up learning about how well of course an animal won't answer you back you know that's where you're going to feel safe you're supposed to be able to also feel safe with your own family now i do understand not everybody has that but the, any movie unless you're just watching horrible stuff which some people do that's the part and and some people are completely oblivious to a lot of things well let's let them know let's share the word and spread the word Love is a safe space where you can be flawed and imperfect and have inner growth or corrective experiences, period. Now, the people want to get it, they get it. The people who don't, they don't have to. When you have unresolved trauma, your right brain hemisphere is underdeveloped. There are the aspects of the, the whole connectome is less interconnected. Your prefrontal cortex is less um, involved or less used. It's compromised, the growth of it. The growth of your hippocampus and corpus callosum is compromised. The corpus callosum is where the left and right communicate with each other. And so that immediately will make it a lot more challenging for you to have that communication. Hippocampus means the area where your normal allocated memory gets stored. And the trauma memory is actually in an implicit state. So it's not going to be uh, time stamped yet. That's why the hippocampus wants... The body, your brain wants to move towards integration. So when the trauma memory comes up, it wants you to explore the stuff. To explore it means, wow, I have this really unpleasant feeling, this fear or dread, this, this wow, wait, my, my body feels really helpless. And, and again, here's why it's important to know of somatics and sensory motor trauma experts because those people help the ones who get really really not good inside but here's where uh, i've seen so many people that are modulated so they haven't moved into anything restored yet restorative they're taking all these courses they're doing all this shamanic stuff maybe but they have no relationship to how they want to hug a tree they want to be in nature they don't want to be with people they're oblivious to the fact that they're not actually treating their emotions in a way of being a human. No, I'm here to share that. Human means that if you feel upset, they have the lovely somatic sensory motor experts, the attachment researchers. They can explain to you this emotion that is important that stems from your body and then uh, it will move up to you and it'll either come out in a way that you won't like if you're suppressing it you're going to have habits that are not healthy for your physicality and that are compulsive like the whole sex thing 
I know some people are the embodiment of suffering, by the way, and I understand that they're here to support those who will choose to stick to the lower toroidal field. It isn't the devil. No, it's actually people who are in those fields with their specialization, building their empirical data and doing whatever it is they want to do, and there's a group for them. This is the part. We're all fragments of each other. I do not support human suffering and let me let you keep doing it. No, I support, hey, guess what? I don't know human suffering, but I do know what it's like when I meet people do, who do have it. Oh, and by the way, I can help you to understand how to get out of it. Thank you, Daniel Siegel. Besides the yoga stuff, because the yoga stuff is going to keep you in some story for some time. But let me tell you, a non-integrated mind which is a mind of a person who has unresolved trauma, let me explain to you again what it means. So your left and right mode won't be communicating effectively because you will have an underdeveloped corpus callosum and an underdeveloped hippocampus. Your hippocampus is where you store memory, by the way. Oh, and your implicit memory, if you will not have worked through it because you will not have noticed that when it comes up, it's all frazzled and you're very agitated, upset, yada, yada, yada. Ah, when that's coming up, it doesn't have a timestamp. Your body in the meantime is feeling fear and dread from the past of your one-year-old or three-year-old or whoever knows what terrifying and stuff that you went through. It doesn't mean your parents look like monsters, by the way. No, it can simply be two members of your family yelling like hell and you are that one-year-old. And every night they yell and yell and yell, which reminds me of that one sob story. It's a true story, which I left that movie being like so pissed beyond a shadow of a doubt. Because the person ends the movie with realizing the importance and value of life, which any smart human being could have told the person. But they'll let me not forget, they did. They did tell him. They, they had, they, he had so many opportunities. And he actually left that old man. The old man, I'm not going to say the title of the movie. I'm just going to speak. Because see, when, you know, some people... I get it. They're proactive. So they see the benefits of shame because they look to society. I don't see any benefit in shame at all because what I see shame doing is something that is equal to making a person feel okay with being a coward and feel okay because their dread inside is so horrible that they, they literally have two collapses going on. It's more like, ah, uh, do I tell the truth and face shame? Because they're feeling like they're going to face shame by telling the truth. Or do I hide it and just feel shame by realizing that I'm going to hide it, but I'm going to be better because I can run away and never see them again. Mm, I'm going to run away and never see them again. So I'll just double down on the shame because, you know, if you actually face your fear, that's the part where you triumph. So no, I, I will not be someone who says stay in suffering. No, you don't have to stay in suffering. In fact, some of us don't experience it. Two, shame, get it. Some people, they'll be strong enough to use it in their benefit. Great for them. I am not a fan of it. I think that we're way past our evolutionary stuff. So let me break it down to you again. It's a feeling that comes for when we were one with our lovely lions and tigers and bears. Aha, uh -huh, and we needed the tribe in order to survive. It's a posture. It's a posture that means in your body, you're going to feel lesser than. So if people want to talk about confidence, then they might want to get out of their shame. Oh, and by the way, the way that you know you're out of it is when you can look eye to eye at any human being and feel compassion for them, respect for them. Doesn't matter what walk of life they come from. You will have the objective knowledge. You're not in their body or in their mind. You don't know what suffering they've been through. And so you would never in a million years 
think of saying, let me judge your heart because I know what you went through. That's bullshit. No, you don't. You don't know the suffering a person will have gone through. This is a full-blown objective respect of people's emotional sensitivity without saying you should be strong. What, what does that, that, that's never meant anything to me with emotions. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? I didn't know emotions were about being rocks. Uh, I don't see a rock in front of me. I see flesh. Uh, that's what I see. So an unresolved trauma brain is a brain that will not have an integrated mind. It will have a non-integrated mind because there is a compromise of the growth of corpus callosum, a compromise of the growth of the hippocampus, in a state of unresolved trauma, there will be compromised growth of the prefrontal cortex. Furthermore, the connectome is less interconnected with unresolved trauma equals the brain is less integrated is what this means. And so to coordinate and balance the neural firing between right and left when asked, hey, how was your childhood? Is going to be much more challenging now, here's the part. The integration of the mind is what creates harmony and coordination and balancing of your past. This is why you grow flexible, adaptive, coherent, and you're able to hold things together left and right, time and conditions in place, and stay energized and stable so your structure and your functioning are working effectively with the opposite unresolved trauma. We have structure and function are not working. Because if you don't do the journal or you don't have someone that you can share what you went through, you don't make sense of the horrible, terrifying, traumatic things that happen to you, you don't do one post-traumatic growth. So some people do therapy, some don't. The point is you don't actually move into your expansion of consciousness. 4D, 3D, they don't move into 5D for reasons. It's called their unresolved trauma and other things. Sometimes it's not about trauma anymore. It's that they have a us versus them group. Plus, they have their narrative with their us versus them group. And so they have their, uh, what is it, a bunch of data points. I get it presented all the time. There's so many different, you know, again, theories of why suppression is here. So we leave them to their stories because we're not going to be worried about them. They're not actually living a safe life. They're living a life that is in that energy and vibration and so back to where compulsive activity drugs sex alcohol food uh, creating a day-to-day life with aspects and things that are not what you love ignoring your life energy so i see a bunch of 4d people i love when i see this like one of the recent ones is uh, a sad guru quote where he says, only stupid people do things that they don't love in life. Intelligent people do things they love in life. Okay, so this is where he's sharing something, common sense to any functional adult, any person. You don't have to be a spirituality anything to know, you know what, if I have a job that's shitty, I'm going to wake up every day and I'm not going to really be happy with it. I think I'm going to choose a job I want. That's called being proactive. That's called moving into activation of doing shit that makes you happy in life versus other stuff that, again, people will justify. And here's why we don't do ego-sensitive people because the dysregulated and modulated who want to crap on each other, they have no place, meaning they're choosing to stay in their human suffering. 
and it's very visible because of the low level of energy, the distress, the chaos, the low, the just fatigue that they keep on allowing themselves to, again, have habits that don't bring them anywhere. They're modulated, just yelling at each other. Oh, they think that they're awesome. Like when I see the vengeful ones, I'm like, wow. Now you want to talk about evil. If it actually existed, you'd be in that boat because your eyes and your mannerisms right now are spitting venom from every pore. Like the lady, 10 ways to get underneath the narcissist's skin. I will never forget that video. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a devil. But I know, no, they're not a devil. This is a person who's a licensed therapist of some sort or coach who's now using their title in a way of saying, hey, let me put you against other people because I only see one side of the coin. And now I'm going to label all the narcissists evil. Oh, oh, let's not forget about people and their rebranding and using clickbait to try and get people to watch and using awful sentences that promote continuous stereotypes. Because I know that some of these videos are awesome, meaning some of the people who are educators actually do good content and share equanimity, but their titles don't. So the minute your title represents to me something that claims one side is better than another, you're not doing your job as an educator. You just created what is a consistent bias by using a sentence that's going to draw people. Some individuals want to say, no, no, but you have to do this. No, no, no. If a person cares, they won't be looking at information to try and figure out where they are. The people who look for stuff like that are putting themselves in categories. I don't know why. They're attracted to, oh, let me feel special about myself. Oh, let me go. They are looking for confirmation bias of what their narrative already is. I've, I've heard more than one person use these people that talk about narcissism, these licensed professionals to create excuses for their actual structural dissociation behavior. This is not cute at all. It's actually quite um, not very good. But because they live a regular drama life like anybody else and you just watch the movie, they actually think it's okay. The way people will create stories, this is where, let me go back to brain science before we leave. Thank you, Daniel Siegel, when he says that most of the time people they will get into you know that reactiveness from that implicit memory that hasn't been worked through they didn't have the corrective experiences or are not choosing to have them or they're not choosing inner growth so the brain stem is filled with that rage of the terror or whatever it is that's coming up and it's in there it's that implicit memory and now because people justify what people feel this means i'm getting angry i'm right you're wrong you're justifying a feeling that has no justification in what you would do a regular sensible adult i'm getting upset for no other reason except from having a conversation with a person and i have a different opinion very straightforward very straightforward if you're humble and truly empowered by the way is where humbleness comes from so People, he says, tend to justify what they feel and think. So instead of calming oneself, and here he's given the explanation of when a parent is yelling at a kid because they are being taken over by stuff that is unresolved trauma. No, I'm, I'm, I am disciplining my child because this spoiled little brat isn't going to get away with that. This is where I'm like, wow, okay, more parents need to hear this, you know, and he goes on to express how, you know, that 
in and of itself the implicit memory takes over now you're yelling at your kid in the most terrifying way which is the way you were treated potentially or maybe you're not doing anything it doesn't matter which one of these areas because it doesn't have to be anger that it's an implicit memory and because it's not resolved because you haven't taken a look at that emotional stuff you're now passing it on because your nervous system and you are vibing that and you're acting it and you're justifying it by saying oh you're spoiled and i'm going to teach you so and, and people actually they, they talk about this stuff that they want to be that type of parent i'm like okay i'm happy i'm not a parent one and i hope that you don't necessarily stay this way because i would say that that's not a positive you're going to cause transgenerational unresolved trauma to your poor child because you didn't learn how to get it together with your emotions and chose that it was okay to get angry like this and justified it like many other people do with other things that are the 4d community who keep talking about energy vampires the devil and this whole light darkness battle versus moving into expanded land which is very easy if you care enough to actually tap into your infinite higher human consciousness potential experience that's the enlightenment soul age group for you so here's where as dan siegel continues he says implicit memory takes over the bodily states is activating it's receiving and giving what you had had so it echoes the past that you did not reflect on and that you are now being reminded of in that moment and that's where it's not integrated left and right you're just repeating a cycle of unfortunately abuse of emotional charge state so not abuse physical in fact the physical part is not what stays physical you can heal your wounds what will stay is the terror of the body and the terror won't come out as terror as you grow up because you're not going to let anyone make you feel afraid ever again you're going to learn how to protect yourself with a charge state that's called anger and that's where people who don't know love don't know love the ones of us who do we don't yell at each other if you want to be a person who supports mental health you only are going to learn how to be in a state of equanimity and compassion because that would mean that you're learning how to create a safe space in your mind with your left and right mode and your body that means you're actually working on your natural healing because your body and mind are doing this anyways and your mind is your masculine your body's your feminine the whole twin flame thing is blown in, in way out of proportion in this moment in time it's a trending topic it's just the same as any person who's actually looking for their fairy tale in one human being and that's great and dandy those soul age groups they get to figure it out how to love each other and allow each other to be you know they get to manage each other basically which is not a relationship for grown-ups but some people they want that they want to feel in that type of um, I will always be seen I will always be soothed I will always be heard and I will always be welcomed and my safe space is one individual so they're externalizing their safe space these are what all the other soul age groups do the <clears throat> enlightenment soul age group no our body and our mind is our safe space we're automatically in a state of love all the time those who come out of shame move into it because being in a state of love means your insula lights up your amygdala temporal junction prefrontal cortex you're locked and loaded in your ventral vagus nerve toning and your oxytocin gene hormone is on 
you and others are people and your oats is in your control your default mode network is down regulated because you don't need it you're not needing the past memory of anything because you're in the presence of other people and people are people so unless there's a knife coming at you you ain't reacting so if somebody's yelling at you then this is where my enlightenment soul age people are we get to put into practice our physical mastery so it's where nervous systems and nervous systems are always communicating i'm still looking at how i'm going to learn this i'm i'm feeling those other new courses will give me some information so i'll share with you on that note and to conclude this Akashic Record reading, wow, that was amazing. And by the way, I wanted to share that one with you because uh, seeing like between 9 to 15 of these lives, I, I was like, okay, this is, I, I'm going to do it at some other point in time, but with more time and focus because this was a quick read and said, I, I feel that I need a one or two hour read and that's where it'll be very, very fascinating. Long story short, any 5D mystics that need any support to move into your Enlightenment Soul Age Group, if you want that, we have the paid subscription-based model content where we talk about Lightworkers Life, we talk about I'm Expanding Consciousness, we talk about the Oversoul, Twin Flames, Soulmates, but from a perspective of those who do understand what it means to move into a field of energy and that darkness is what stays and that you don't and won't remember who you are from here in the next life. So whatever comes up in our sphere of third eye and, you know, the mind's eye and all that is helpful. So I use the Akashic Record readings, tarot card consultations, and obviously Reiki is a cam, but I'll include it because usually it's someone who's in holistic that looks into Reiki. But all of the instruments, all of these tools are to support a personal development journey. So people who move into becoming their secure attachment, functional adult, who want to be in a restorative embodied self, who want to be in an integrated mind. And that's where with the support of, I find sensory motor somatic therapists that I can count on if I ever need to present people with that because when a rigid mind is presented in a specific way, there are aspects that we will acknowledge by voice as a person who is, again, a consultant coach. I'm an educator in the entertainment community podcast host. We will acknowledge the limitation, not because we cannot support, but because additional support is beneficial to the person who has unresolved trauma that comes forth in a way that creates unsafety so unsafety actually means where you have more than just one thing going on and and it's just important to have people that we can count on who can support because as daniel siegel presents sometimes medication is needed and that's where i know people who don't like to hear that i can handle my panic attacks on my own they get pissed off just because i can talk about it and walk them through something they get pissed off because they feel emotionally and mentally helpless which is an indication to me that they will look for or need potentially more support when going through something it's not a bad thing everybody has a different body if you learn how to allow you to know love is your body the safe space but only you can create the environment So it's not by canceling people and yelling at your loved ones, which is what others, I mean, I need my boundaries, so I'm going to, no, that's not. 
boundaries are where, <clears throat> if you're doing it the adult way, excuse me, it would be where, okay, you know what, I, I actually have this type of attachment uh, wound that I'm aware of, uh, and I have a way that my feelings feel right now, and so I, I really need to work with, it's a conversation, okay? Boundaries in a ventral vagal nerve toning, an empowered human being is going to say, hey, you know what, I need, I need some time. Like, I, I remember I did this thing once. I was like, I need time to re recalibrate. I don't know what the deal is. This is not my typical behavior. I need space. And uh, it was not something that I was 100% sure of. I didn't get support. And so I said, you know what, forget it. <clears throat> because I'm also a person who can handle love because I love love. But the reality is we will know when we are off our game. And so when it comes to love cycle people, we always handle our emotions with love. When it comes to shame cycle people, it depends on their journey. But in all cases, we can support each other with the right help as well. So let's not exclude any type of information. Look forward to bringing you more. Have a great day.